Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. Pretty picture. Santa rolling down the block in a panzer. Punish! 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 So be good. For goodness sake. Whoa! Hans. Booby. I'm your white knight. It's the holiday season. If this were Russia, yeah, sure, everybody would go to one Santa and there would be a line around the block. And once you sat on her lap and she asked you what you wanted, you would say probably freedom at which point the KGB would arrest you and send you to Siberia. It's a good thing Russia doesn't exist anymore. We did not kill Jesus! We did not do that! Where's your Christmas spirit? Christmas is a very busy time for us, Mr. Cratchit. People preparing feasts, giving parties, spending the mortgage money on frivolities. And I want to look them straight in the eye, and I want to tell them what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the time? The Carpenter Rants. Humans, right? What a cool race to be a part of. Hey, everybody. Welcome to TCR. We weren't recording before, but we were having a deep conversation about, um, you know. Society. Yeah, society. Just existential, you know, what humans are and what they aren't. Turns out they're all trash. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, it's our it's our year end. It's our it's our series finale forever. Uh, people are bad, and and so uh, the three of us have it's decided a series to, finale of Earth. Yep, uh, we've decided to get shotguns and meet in the wasteland, and uh, just you know, we're gonna Mad Max this thing. I think. Yep. Something we'll see you all in hell. Y'all have a good one. Somebody's got to do it. Witness me. <laughs> Uh, folks, and it's it's gonna be TCO. <laughs> you guys didn't know <laughs> that it was gonna come down to this: three nobodies <laughs> fighting the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, sweet lord, uh, folks! It is uh, it is our finale of our Christmas uh, limited series. It is also the finale of uh you know I'm gonna, I'm going to go on record saying one of the worst years um of humanity uh to date. Um, you know what I'm going to back that. <laughs> there's I'm been go some, out on that limb there. There's been some Check other I'm your third. I won't I won't say the worst. I think we definitely had worse years uh, as a, as a species, but um you know, in as modern history uh yeah. <laughs> The Got human him. feces, fucking. Mm-hmm. Why Trademark. even? Why even do the show now? We just fucking got them. Um, I got buttons in the works right now. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah. So it's just, uh, you know, it, it's the end of the year. It's the end of the holiday. It's the holiday season, at least for tonight. For it was the holiday season. And, uh, you know, it, it's over. It's over. And um, we're wrapping things up. Wrapping it up for the year. Um, old Lang Syne and whatever. I don't even know what that means. But um, I think it means people are garbage in Latin. I, I think that's what it was. That's it. Old Lang Syne. Uh, Lang Syne was an old man, and society beat him to death with a stick. <laughs> and then we <laughs> sing a song about it every year and celebrate. Uh, we beat his ass with a big old stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> um, folks, uh, it's TCR, your home for the holidays. We have spent the Christmas holidays with you discussing home invasion films. Um, how'd everybody like that Christmas bonus pod? Threw that out there <gasps> just just for the just for the folks. Mm-hmm. See, we never stop giving, and uh, technically Christmas is over, but uh, not until uh, Bob Clark has had his say. And you're like, <gasps> oh man, they're closing out with a Christmas story. Nope, it's nope. Porky. Porky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what must have Christmas more than dicks and shower drinks? <laughs> Nothing, I say. Dicks and shower drinks. Dicks and drinks. Dicks and drinks. Oh man, Porky's. Uh, folks, wrapping things up with the. Uh, well, you know, our bonus episode, uh, we referred to as the ultimate home invasion Christmas movie, but, um, I think it, there's some contention, uh, with this film right here. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, tonight we are discussing Black Christmas. Black Black Christmas. There's a man in the house and he's calling my phone and jerking his dick. Um, Doug, why don't you give me some fat deets, some, for the last time, some fat Christmas deets. Fat, fat, fat deets, fat, fat, fat deets, fat, fat, fat deets, fat, fat deets. Well, sir, if my phone will unfreeze, if my this here movie film came out October 11th, 1974. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> directed by Bob Clark, of mm-hmm. course. Written by Roy Moore. Roy Moore, not the guy that ran for Senate that was banging teenage girls. Mm-mm, not him, to my knowledge. I do remember we talked about. Oh, that he's the last... guy that got banned from the mall, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, Roy, you Yay. can't come back to the mall. God damn. Now, Roy, <laughs> with a budget. <laughs> Of six hundred and twenty thousand dollars, 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 Canadian dollars. Mm. This is a Canadian film. Yes, it is. So two hundred thousand of that was government, maybe, and a return of four point one million dollars. Whoa, that's big money. Yeah, the Canadian government pays for. I think it's what's that in their constitution? It's called the Clearly Canadian Clause or something like that. Yes. Yeah, I think that was it. 
Um, yeah, man, this movie's a, uh, movie's a big deal. Um, it wasn't at the time. I mean, it made money, but like it was kind of shunned. Well, let me tell you, there's some troubling stuff in this film, Doug. So much drama in the LBC. (laughs) Um, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, written by Roy Moore. Uh, this guy's got like seven writing credits to his name. Two of those are this movie and a writing credit for the 2006 remake. Um, because it's based off of his Because it's characters. based on this screenplay, yeah. Um, so he didn't, nothing of note after this. Uh, you mentioned Bob Clark. Uh, his, you know, his holy trinity of A Christmas Story, Black Christmas, and Porky's. Um, like Christmas Trinity. Yeah, if you watch it, it's a you trilogy. Know, he also did Baby Geniuses. The second know? one, right? Yeah. Uh, I think he did the first one. I think he did the first one too. I could be wrong. Mm. Um, uh, he also did a movie with Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone, where he's like a a lackey. Like, yes, a rhinestone. Oh, he's like shit. a cab did Bob driver. Do rhinestone? Yes. I'd wow. never heard of this movie until I did a deep dive into Bob Clark's filmography. Let me tell you he something. He did do Baby Geniuses. Bob Clark, One and two. Bob Clark was versatile at directing. Uh, one of the most versatile fucking directors to ever exist. Let me tell you something. Very much so. Those three movies, um, Christmas Story, Black Christmas, Porky's, I mean, they are, you know... Um, you know, they're infamous, all three of them. I mean, fucking Christmas Story plays 24 hours on TBS every year on Christmas Day. Every fucking year. Um, Black Christmas. Uh, do they huge. still do that? Mm-hmm. Every year. Okay, cool. Black Christmas, uh, you know, huge uh, cult following. And it's now, you know, held in really high regard among horror fans. And Porky's is one of those movies that, like, you know, I don't think it makes sense to young people now, but there was a time where Porky's was like, oh man, we got to fucking watch Porky's. Because back then, you didn't have the internet. You couldn't just type in, you know, dicksanddrains.com. People did it on their typewriters, but it did nothing. <laughs> Somebody was like, what's dot .com? They're like, you'll see. You'll see. You'll all see. <laughs> Dicks and drains as far as the eye can see. <laughs> um, but this guy, I mean, th- those three movies will live forever. Um, you know, whether they hold up or not. Uh, so, good for Bob Clark. Porky's just one of the highest grossing comedies ever made. I know. It's cra- and that was, again, it's because it was like, oh man, it's funny and there's tits. I'm there. Wait, um, dicks in drains? <laughs> wait. I'm totally there. Um... Yeah, man, but this is, uh, of the three of his Holy Trilogy, this one would be my favorite. Um, I've never seen A Christmas Story. It's good. You should watch it. You should really make a double feature out of it. Um, Porkies and Porkies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not even Porkies, too. I gotta tell you, this is my first time watching Black Christmas. I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, man, having... having seen a christmas story so fucking many times there are a lot of similarities like in the look and feel of these movies anyway we'll get get to that i guess i would recommend i would recommend pairing them up um 
you know, watch Christmas Story with your kids, and then when they go to bed, turn on Black Christmas. And then when that's over, turn on Porky's. You're welcome. Oh, my God. When you when you put that to your Instagram story, what were you grilling? A, a, I was smoking a turkey. Smoking a turkey, yeah. Mm-hmm. That genuine song gave me a giggle. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, um, I will never not love, uh, the Christmas setting, uh, for, uh, horror or action movies. Um, it's just fun. I just love the decorations. Makes it festive. There's a lot you can do with it. There is. You can choke people with Christmas lights. Um, and that's about it. Good night, everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the, uh, set design of the sorority house. I think it just looks, it's like, I don't know. I just love the look of it. Um, it's iconic at this point, but um, it's what like, a great setting. What a great just the just the look and feel of this house. It's just it goes with this movie so well. It does. It's this movie's um, Bates Motel. I was thinking. Yes. Like, or yeah. at least the Norman Bates home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's looming. It's in the background. They have they 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 get all these great different like shots of it from like far away, from up close, from like low angles. Great and, shots. Yeah, um, the house is you know like a, a character in the film as much as anything else. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, we got the proto. Um, we got the proto Halloween slasher. I mean, Halloween would take its you know um, pretty much its entire. Uh, What do you say? Like this and Peeping Tom were a a gigantic influence on John Carpenter when he did Halloween. Yep. Um, what I what I thought was interesting about this one is like you follow, um, and you do you do in Halloween like just in that opening scene, but um, nowhere else do you follow the killer as they break into the house, like. You follow, you're with him every step. Like he's like, all right, I'm looking the window, and usually that's where you'd cut away. But no, we we climb with this guy up the trellis, like yeah. In there's the an opening POV, no cuts. Um, you're with uh, the killer's name is Billy. You find out later. Yeah, oh Billy. And this was made before SETI cams were invented. Oh yeah, and it was shaky. This dude, the cameraman, literally taped a fucking camera to a hard hat and then strapped that to his head and was climbing up this shit. I love it. And doing the best he can. Very innovative. Ambitious, I should say, not innovative. No, that's innovative. Yeah, taping a camera to your head, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm-hmm. I do that in the bedroom, folks. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I can't look. I've got, I've got character names in their own little folder here. Um, Margot Kidder, uh, she pops up. Her mm-hmm. character's name is Barb. Uh, Barb. But she will, she will always, yeah. and as Jess says, pronounces it, Bob. <laughs> um, she will always be Lois Lane to me, though. Um, Boy, she's a pervert. You know, I think she's just... Well, look, I mean, she's fucking... She's ripped up this whole movie. She's wasted. 
True. So, I mean, she's just <laughs> in a business low. And she acts just like my aunt. <laughs> Your aunt the pervert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, man. I mean, she she progressively throughout the movie is just like she has a drink at the party, and then she has a few more, and then a few more, and like she never stop. Her character is drinking until she's she's stopped. not sober the entire film. No. Um. Let's see. Uh, ooh. Uh. Who had the fur coat? Was that Chris? The fur coat was uh, Phil. Mm, I was talking about the boy in the fur coat. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Chris. Hockey player wears a fur coat. Very interesting. Chris Hayden? Yeah. Um, Fun fact about his name. Uh, we can get to it later, though. It'll come back around. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, we get our first forget. dirty call of the movie. Um, and boy, is it dirty. It is. And also, why listen to the whole thing? I guess they bored. It's a note I have later also, but it's just like, you know, kind of one of the things they make these calls for is because they get off on people listening. And if you just just hang that guy right up, you don't have to listen Mm -hmm. to this guy jerk off. Now, speaking of dirty phone calls, has anyone seen the movie Happiness with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Oh, is that the, is it wet? (laughs) Is it wet? Is your pussy wet? (laughs) Yeah. So imagine Philip Seymour Hoffman saying that it's unpleasant. <laughs> Just in that. Oh. Well, times ten for Billy because uh, that boy ain't right in the head. Yeah, Billy's got issues. I'm worried about it. Billy. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, what he needs. What, what happened to Billy? Where did he come from? Apparently, there's an entire backstory mapped out for him. But Bob Clark, being Bob Clark, he was like. You know what? I have this entire story in my head, but not a goddamn one of you is going to know what it is. I'm just going to tell it to the guy playing Billy, who you never see. Hey, that's all right. So early on is, uh, I noticed this a couple times in this movie, and I really love this. And I don't know how early this became a thing, but um, there are a couple like tilt shift shots in this movie that I really, really like. Um, one of them is when Barb gets that phone call at the like at the top of the movie. I think it's Jess goes to hand her the phone. And she's like a shot from behind Jess's head with like her hair. Mm-hmm. And it like does that weird like blur thing where it pulls Barb like to the same plane. Are you talking, you know about, the, talking, about? You're talking about the split diopter? That kind of stuff. Yes, yeah. sure. Yeah, that's Hitchcock um, stuff. Yeah. I love that. And I've noticed it a couple times. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, De Palma would use that in pretty much every movie he did also. Margot Kidder was going out with De Palma at at this time. Nice. Because she's in the, the, what was it, De Palma movie, uh, Sisters, that she's Mm -hmm, in? mm -hmm. About the identical twins? I've never seen it. I just know that it exists. Same. I, I, I learned about it in a documentary about Brian De Palma, but I've not seen the movie. Hmm. Right. Um, uh, we meet Mrs. Mack, who is the, what do you call this? House mother? Like, yeah, house mother. I wrote den, den mother, mother, but I know that, that's not it. That's like Cub Scouts. Sorority. She's yeah, the, the sorority house. Yeah, president of the sorority house. 
Which seems odd. Has that always been a thing? There's like an, a, a chaperone? I think maybe in the 70s. This seems like something I've heard of for sure. I've heard of house. They have you, still have, have them, but I don't think they give it. They don't do anything. Have you seen the house bunny with Anna Ferris? Because she was a house <laughs> mother. And that's no. basically my full knowledge of how sororities work is from that film. Hmm. You, it's Tommy a good, Lee Jones in that movie. Do what now? It's Tommy Lee Jones in that movie. No, you're you're being. That's the movie being, where he was like uh, doing the um, in charge the of the cheerleader coach. Yeah, yeah. They're all the same. Coach, <laughs> I've got a date tonight. I don't care. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he does it, but he should have. Um. Anyway, House Bunny early recommends. That's a good film. <laughs> Um, I, I really like it. Um, oh, I, I did note right here, like close to the top of this, um, Barb, I think I know I called her a perv, but I think she's just a brute. She's a, a rape apologist. That didn't not sit right with me. Mm. Lady brute. Yeah. Yeah. Lady Lady brute. Brute. <laughs> she said, uh, <laughs> Some somebody got raped and uh, they were like a this someone said a townie got raped. Can't rape a townie. Can't rape a townie. Well, she was slurring her words, but still, that's no excuse for. Has a really shitty sense of humor. Yeah, it's also you know you're watching a movie from 1974 with 2020 vision. Go back and watch Porky's. Some upsetting stuff <laughs> happens in Porky's also. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So Mrs. Mac. Uh, talk about drunk the whole movie. Yeah. She's on that south. She's got a little, first of all, she's just drinking straight sherry. And um, she's got it hidden all over the house. She's got a fucking Andy Dufresne Bible. Before <laughs> 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 booze. Before <laughs> booze. Um, <laughs> then later she's got the one uh, in the... Yeah, in the toilet tank. Toilet tank, yeah. And Elise got so grossed out by that. Yeah, why is that on a string? Like, what's going to happen? Like, the girls couldn't see that. And where is it going? It's getting cold in that that toilet water. I guess. (laughs) Elise was like, Elise was so disgusted by that. And I'm like, that part of the the toilet is clean water. That's what I said. She was like, I don't care. Unless there's an upper decker in there, you're good. (laughs) <laughs> with Barb around, you know there was. <laughs> You're right. That's my problem with the remake. She invented the upper decker. That's my. That was her nickname. Uh, <laughs> oh, gross. Um, I was trying to think of why that would be her nickname. And I just <laughs> gross because she shits in toilet tanks. Asthmatic um, upper decker. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she is asthmatic. Um. Anyway, I don't know what point I was gonna make, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> shitting in the tank threw you off like it always does. It always does. Um. Okay. So Jess is uh calls her boyfriend Peter. She's got something she wants to talk to him about, and she wants to do it in person. Fellas, you know this is code for bad news. <laughs> Anytime your lady's like, we're talking later, 
and you're like, why can't we talk right now? And she's like, because I want to see your face when I ruin your day. Don't go home. Just never just go home. Just don't. Just le- end it. <laughs> just <laughs> run away. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see. Yeah. Boy, the dog, he's upset about it. Um. All right. Oh, also, when she's fucking... When Mrs. Mac has the sherry in the toilet, well, she she's rinsing her mouth out like she's brushing her teeth, and she swishes mm-hmm. sherry to spit with. Disgusting. Um, Claire. No uh, Claire is the girl uh, who gets the plastic over her face. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So Claire is uh, doesn't see a man hiding behind a uh, you know plastic dress bag. <laughs> Well, you're not expecting that. She's been in this room for, I mean, going on maybe years. True. And she didn't think to look behind her garment bags for someone standing there. Yeah. Um, You know, ladies. She thought she was looking for a cat. Ladies, you dream. Claude. Yeah. The cat's name is Claude. And they say the name Claude Claude more than any other word in this movie. (laughs) Claude is said a lot. Come um, on, you little prick. Yeah, uh, ladies, uh, just goes to show you, check behind your garment bag. Man of your dreams might be right there. Mm-hmm. And he watched Waiting me kill through you with the a dry cleaning garment bag. <laughs> and I knew it was love. Um, Travis <laughs> He can't fucking walk, but he's behind your garment bag. <laughs> <laughs> Get that boy to ranch out the lake and tell him you love him. <laughs> he, he moves the garment bag with a wrench, and you just see him in the wheelchair, and she jumps in his lap. Choke. <laughs> hey, quick tangent. Let's do if y'all it. don't know what we're talking about, in every music video for a Travis Tritt song, he plays this character who is wheelchair bound. No, doesn't no backstory. It's just the video is some sort of challenge that he has to conquer via wheelchair, and he does it. God damn it! And he's always got a wrench or a basketball. Yeah, it's sure does. Every video. <laughs> he was like, my videos have to be empowering, and they have to feature somebody overcoming. And so what I will do is pretend to be handicapped, because when a handicapped person overcomes an adversity, it's inspiring, and I will use that to sell records. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna untie this boat successfully and then sink this basket. <laughs> Here's a quarter. Call someone here. God damn, Travis Tritt. I'm on a, big thing. Oh god, I've been talking about that wheelchair character for the rest of my life, probably. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, it wasn't love behind the garment bag. It was. It was the other thing. It was death. Um, and it wasn't love behind the garment bag, it was death. It's my true crime podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, and then, uh, oh, yeah, okay, so, uh we pan up into the attic and we get our first uh, look at the cla- at the you know infamous shot with Claire uh, with the plastic wrapped around her face still mid screen 
well-known shot of this this film and the made the movie poster yes and billy is like rocking the chair back and forth as he sings i don't know little baby bumpkin i think was the name of the song really unsettling just unhappy about that little tune yeah boy ain't right um all right we meet claire's dad gets nailed with a snowball hilarious moment <laughs> it's just fucking claire's dad is uh played by a animated owl with glasses <laughs> oh so before we get to mr harrison mm-hmm. um there's that little scene where um i don't know his name but he's playing like a kind of like a mall santa i don't know he's he's oh, dressed yeah, as yeah. santa that's- and it's I thought that was that I thought that was Phil's boyfriend, right? Wasn't the guy with the yeah. afro? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's doing a very similar to a Christmas story, ho ho ho, like that creepy fucking Santa. Yeah. That like angry ho 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 sound. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's very he's reminiscent also, of that. He's also Just cursing a lot. Yeah, he's also cursing a lot. And Barb is getting fucking sauced. She getting lit AF, yo. That's what the kids say now. And she's giving a kid some. Oh, oh yeah. there's the that's, that's the other shot. shot with that. Yeah. The yes. The, the what did you call it? A split, split diopter? diopter, I believe, is what it's called. There you go. Um. Yeah, she's fucking giving this kid champagne, and she's like, "I think he's drunk." <laughs> Barb, you are a degenerate. She is a tart. Um, let's see. Um, we also found out that, um, uh, Jess has told Peter that she's pregnant and she wants to have an abortion. Oh yeah. That's the neck pregnant. Um, Jess doesn't want it, but Peter doesn't think she's allowed to decide whether or not she can do that. Got a real Mike Pence on our hands. Uh Quite the statement back then. Mm. When was Roe versus Wade? That was 73, wasn't it? 72? I don't know. So I mean that shit was recent. Yeah. Oh, this is She's a all like, uh uh-uh. uh. This is my body, yo. Yeah. Ain't no man telling me what to do with it. That should be information I just have in my lady brain. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Well, what's that's the whole point of you being here. <laughs> you spout out the uh-huh. year and then Doug and I can go, mm, yes, mm, yes, we knew this as well, but we didn't it wasn't our wasn't our place to say. It was men. But in stereotypical fashion the um male would be screaming at her to get rid of it yeah or something but this turns it on its head mm-hmm. peter again i don't need no man i'm a proud independent lady um well uh but also he's like we can talk about like first of all he's like you're not getting that abortion but second of all we'll have that discussion later because I have a concert tonight, and that's more important than this conversation right now. That's where he also drops, let's just get married. Like, right here? Out of nowhere? Or was that later? That's later. later. That's, later uh, after, that's later after the diarrhea concert, which we're going to talk about. Upset stomach. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. This is the champagne to the child scene. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I, like, 
I said the 70s were wild. I don't even think you can make a movie joking about getting children drunk right now. People would give you so much shit. But, like, this was just a straight up, let's get this kid tanked. Um, mm-hmm. We get another prank call featuring Billy. And uh, this one is more upsetting than even the original. <laughs> Very windy outside. A lot of yammering. Yeah, a lot of... A lot of pig talking about pig, pig noises, random pig noises stuff, screaming. Yeah, just just random like shrieking. Mm-mm. Well, that first call he made, it probably there has to be a record at the time for saying "cunt" the cunt. most in yeah. a, in a film, and I this had to have that record. I'm sure it's been shattered since. Yeah, but well, my movie's coming out next week. It's called uh, "cunt" with an exclamation point. It's about a guy in a wheelchair <laughs> <laughs> coming to Disney Plus. That's it. Especially if it's on Disney Plus, it's streaming right there. If you got on a Disney Plus and you saw a giant letter "cunt" with an exclamation point, you'd be like, "All right, I'd check it out immediately." All right, <laughs> All right let's see. what is going on here? Somebody's getting what fired. What is Mickey Mouse doing here? I believe that's a Donald. I believe, I believe that's a uh, Donald. It's got to be a Donald Duck one because yeah. it's just him screaming that over and over. Because <laughs> yeah. he's just pissed. Um. All right. Uh. Well, they go to the um. They go to the police station because uh, Jess went to find Chris and she's like, "Hey, fucking Claire didn't come home. Her dad's looking for her. Nobody's really concerned about it." Um. So they go down to the police station and Chris is like. I got a fucking fur coat, so listen to this, some shit I got to say. Um, <laughs> listen up, goddammit. He knows every cop. <laughs> He's on a first-name basis with all of them. Yeah, he is. Um, well, it's probably because they all hunted those minks together or whatever the fuck that is. Um, Barb's wild, dude. She's getting drunk in the police station. Like, yeah, pulls out a fucking Colt forty-five out of her purse and just starts shit-talking the back. cops. Getting drunk, just telling them where they can go, which is good. You know, like Cube said, fuck the police. Well, hey, well, to be fair, this cop is a piece of shit. Oh, man, he's the worst cop. <laughs> he's he's not. He didn't murder anybody that was unarmed in this movie, but... Um, he's, just, he's just incompetent. Like, yeah. The dad is a pair of, like, my, my daughter's missing. She doesn't come home. You know, we haven't heard from her, blah, blah, blah. He's all like... Nine times out of ten, girls are just ran off with a boyfriend. They're fucking in a cabin. You know, classic fuck cabin scenario. That's, He's like, no, that ain't like her, dog. You need to go out and look for it. No, fuck cabin. Get yeah. the hell out. That's what I wrote here. I said, women can't be missing. They have to be somewhere with a man. It can be both. Um, Let's see. Uh, Oh, there's a... He's also an idiot because she tells him that their phone number is fellatio. Yeah, it's a new extension. And he's just like, and he seems like he's up on it. Like, he's just like, whoa, what? But then later, they all fucking make fun of him because he didn't realize. Fun fact, that actor playing that shitty cop had no idea what fellatio meant. And then, like, Bob Clark was like, no one tell him. Nobody tell him. Hilarious. Um, Let's see. Um, oh boy. Okay. So we go to Peter's recital. Now he's been practicing really hard, 
But um, the thing he was practicing that nobody really appreciates is the art of having diarrhea whilst performing piano. <laughs> the art uh, of bowel <laughs> control. Yeah. He is sweating and squeezing them cheeks together and trying to play the right keys. <laughs> it's not going well for him. He's getting it, dude. It's like he's playing in the fucking uh, NBA Finals against Michael Jordan or something. Man, he is, <laughs> the pressure is on. <laughs> Ooh, man, those pants are moist. <laughs> <laughs> um fucking john saxon makes an appearance uh goddamn right he does rocking that comb over i mean this dude was king of the comb over um let's see uh <laughs> what i don't know what door this is but chris kicks a door in with his fur coat that's the that's the note i wrote <laughs> I, I think it's the police station it is. He knocks the fucking wreath off the with the line. <laughs> and John Saxon, uh, when they have after their thing, he gets that wreath up and he throws it at the shitty cop. And he's like, "Fix this shit." Yes, they <laughs> they make their case to John Saxon. They're like, "Hey, I got a fur coat. My friend's missing," and he's just like, "God damn, it's a nice coat." All right, we'll look for the girl now. Um, you can really trust a man with a coat like that. Yeah, you can. Uh, you know, he's got some secrets. I don't know what that means. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Got a secret in my fur coat. Secret coat. (laughs) Coat's full of secrets. Um, Let's see. Uh, We're back at the sorority house. Barb is trashed, and she's talking about turtles having sex. Well, they're they're eating dinner. Uh, Mr. Um, Fuck, Mr. Harrison. Mr. Harrison. Harrison. Mr. Clarison. They're eating dinner. Yes. Clarison Harrison. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, she's all like, did you know there's a breed of turtle that can fuck for three days straight? And everyone's all like, what does this got to do with my missing daughter? And she's looking at a Playboy centerfold or like a nudie magazine centerfold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's getting all horned up thinking about that time she saw turtles fuck. Um, and then she starts having a little she starts having a little pity party for herself. She's like, You think this is my fault? If you think if she's dead, that's my fault. I don't care if she's dead or not. You're gonna blame it all on me. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Hope he gets the sugar shits all over your carpet. (laughs) I give your dog as much of my muffin as I want. I don't know where to start or where to begin. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough out there. Oh, Stolen joke from Patton Oswalt. Check him so, out on Spotify, everybody. So fucking great. Um, all right. Um, let's see. Okay, now Peter. Now Peter. Now he may seem mad in this scene, but I want you guys to know, I did some research on this whole scene. It's customary after piano recitals go well to destroy the piano, to keep that performance completely <laughs> unique. Yeah. With a mic stand. Yeah. Um, I just, let's see. Oh yeah. I wrote, uh Oh, Mrs. Mack has given someone a reason not to be concerned when she doesn't show up later. Um, she says to Phil, she's like, hey, I might not be here when you get back. So Going to my sisters. Yeah. Won't be here when you get back. Y'all have fun finding that girl because I'm not going to help. Bye. 
she hears Claude upstairs making biscuits on Claire. <laughs> um, there's a, uh, a by the, she's also packing like a baboon. She's just fucking throwing stuff into that case. Well, she's drunk as shit. Yeah, she's just <laughs> dancing the whole time. Um, earlier, I I didn't make a note of this, but I noticed earlier when she was going with Mr. Harrison to where to look for Claire. She pulls out her lipstick. She only puts it on the top right side of her yeah, lip. She only side. puts on one quarter of lipstick. And then just leaves it like that. <laughs> In case she didn't look insane enough. Um, now, right. later, there is a album in her bedroom that says the McHenry sisters. So I took that to mean that she had some past as some sort of like singer. Perhaps. Um, and there seems to be a music program at this school. So that would make sense that, uh, she, she's involved in some way. Um, let's see the search party in the park. They're looking for Claire. They find a dead high school girl in the park. This is important. Well, earlier when they're in the police station, they pan over to a woman giving a uh, uh, like uh, a report to a cop saying that her daughter is missing. Yes. And um, she's only 13. She's in high school. Not old and, enough uh, to fuck yet. the fuck out. So they'll look for her. If she'd been 16, they'd be like, well, she's probably with her boyfriend. 13 probably was a child. We got to find her. She's probably yeah. drunk with Barb in the next room. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Mrs. Mac goes upstairs because she thinks she hears Claude in the attic. Um, if my cat gets itself in the attic, you just live up there now. Like I don't, I don't go in. <laughs> oh, attics. now you got yourself an attic cat. <laughs> yeah, I don't go in attics as a rule. Um, I have a basement here. The next house I buy will have a basement. I won't be going into attics for the rest of my life. Just letting everybody know. In case you were curious about me, I don't go in attics. So when we find you in an attic, we should you'll suspect know to, foul play. Yes, because I would never I would never have gone up there willingly. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, well, uh, when she goes up into the attic, there is um, somebody holding uh, a hook on a rope. Now, what the fuck is this hook doing <laughs> in this attic? I guess they needed some heavy shit be, uh, to be lifted in there. I was about to say, a, a maybe it is a pulley. Yeah, maybe they there's some big furniture up there. So, hmm. Well, anyway, uh, who uh, Billy launches this fucking hook, and it just, I mean, just right in Mrs. Mac's face. Um, oh, and that sound is so disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, oh. gushy. This well, this leads to the cab driver being very upset that Mrs. Mag never comes out, and this guy, this guy's oh, doing some of my. Mad. He's doing some of my favorite acting in, in the whole film. Uh, just the look around in the window, and then ugh, and then walk outside, look back at the house, and shrug to no one. Like, ugh, like, ugh, I can't believe. It. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite moments. Um, let's see. He bites uh, his thumb at the house. Yeah, he does. He, boy, Who does? Is it Italians that do that? That's like their like fuck you thing. I guess uh, they like flick their thumb uh, out of their mouth at you. 
That's some Shakespeare shit. Yeah, bite my that's thumb at me. Romeo and Juliet. Uh. Um, and then boy, oh boy, somebody just throws a fucking fit up there in that attic. Uh, it's just having a bad time up there. Uh, he, I mean, whew, he was pushing shit, throwing, screaming. It's like he stepped on a Lego or something. Oof, I've been there. <laughs> Been there, shit, and it's brother. cold outside. You know that shit hurts. Um, phone calls are getting weirder, as well. By the way, they were already weird. Um, yeah, he see. starts playing out scenarios that uh, may or may not have happened in his life. Yes. <clears throat> um, talking about his sister Agnes. Yes. That may or may not have been a baby that he may or may, may not have, have molested or killed or, or eaten something. You just <laughs> kind of have to piece it together. Um. All right. Well, Peter shows up at the house. Now he wants to talk to Jess. Now he lets her know that his idea I just shit my pants, bitch. Get in here. <laughs> yeah. He lets her know. He is that real, he... real passive aggressive. Yeah, his idea of uh, playing piano live whilst shitting wasn't a big money maker, um, and uh, he's quitting school, and now they can get married. Um, and it's not a it's not a do you want to? It's a like, hey, I shit my pants in front of like four people, and I did not play piano well, so I think we should be a family now. <laughs> so let's get married. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's just like, uh-uh. Uh, here's where we see the other cops laughing at uh, Sergeant Dumbass about fellatio. The one the one guy is just having a time. He's just, oh, man, he's cutting up. He The whole movie, he's laughing. Yeah. And when the, the mom came giggles. in, the teenage daughter is, is missing. He's over there. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Peter delivers the line, you are not going to abort that baby yeah it's just like you just want to treat it like uh removing a wart um let's see john saxon comes by the house to investigate um and then the cops set up the uh running into peter on the way in he's on his way out and he's and he gives him a he gives him a look like "Hmm, the old stank eye yeah i got shit his pants yeah (laughs) pretty sure i got got shit shit. what's this deal Who's the fucking shit pants? <laughs> well, if it ain't Mr. Shit Pants. See a suspect? I suspect him of shit his pants. Play, play any pianos lady, lately, Mr. Shitty Pants? We found a piano full of diarrhea and it was smashed. And dirty underwear. Where, where, where were you? Show me your underwear right now. <laughs> That's from my that's from my spoof film Shat Christmas. <laughs> Not it wasn't a big money maker. Oh god. They said a wiretaps and phone trace system. They're gonna they're gonna try to trace the uh the prank calls as they're coming in. That was the important part of that. Yeah, that's a very major important part. <laughs> when we're talking about pants shit. 
Look, you shit your pants in a movie. I'm going to notice and I'm going to talk about it. Uh, I look, I know all about shit in my pants. <laughs> Seasoned veteran. Yeah, listen to the archives. Yeah, it's, it's documented. <laughs> it may or may not have happened today. I don't really want to get into it, but. <laughs> oh, man, he's back. Back in the saddle. In the shadow. Ew. All right. All right. They're tapping the phones. Mr. Peter Shardhead has been set up as a red herring. Let's go. All right. Um, Let's see. Uh, Somebody's creeping on Barb, and then she has an asthma attack. Um. And then uh, Jess, Jess she helps her. wish somebody really had been creeping on her. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jess heads downstairs to uh, listen to some carolers. By the way, I wrote that the wreath with the only the red lights on it, super creepy. Um, very, oh, man. Very nice touch. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so she listens to the carolers, and she's just kind of blown away by it. Um, but, you know, she's she's got an accent, so maybe they don't have carolers or whatever country she's from. But um, I think that's an American thing. Caroling? I think mm, it's gotta come from no man because they had carolers in a in a Christmas carol, and that takes place no in dog, fucking Christmas singing wasn't invented until 1962. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So. Uh. And uh, while she's listening to the caroling, uh, Barb's upstairs getting stabbed with some sort of unicorn. Crystal Unicorn. Crystal Unicorn. Which is the name of my band, by the way. Um, let's see. Uh, yep, so that happens. Um, Jess gets a... Uh, Jess... The cops listen to a phone call. It's a prank call. Um, and then Jess is all like freaked out but she's like playing it cool with the cops because the person on the phone was saying like all the same stuff that peter had said to her earlier yeah and so i now, mean verbatim he so she's all like how the hell did he hear or know what peter said and that leads the cops to think well oh, it's that it's at peter mr shark he, yeah he's he's the one responsible <laughs> you know we noticed when we found all these dead bodies there's a pile of shit next to every one of them <laughs> the shit bandits. We, we tried following the shit trail, but it, it it kept ending abruptly. You all right? Got him good. <laughs> this is why, like. <laughs> Ending abruptly just fucking broke my brain. <laughs> the snow covers it. It snowed and covered some of that shit. Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> um. So she's playing it off because now she's thinking maybe it's Peter also, and uh, she doesn't want the cops to to look into Peter because, I mean, the guy the guy sucks at piano. He's really controlling and he shits his pants, but I mean, she cares about him so. <laughs> 
no reason to send <laughs> him to prison. Reason. Yeah. <laughs> What's she thinking? I don't know. She's you know she's not American. Um. <laughs> Enough said, brother. <laughs> Love it or leave it. Oh wait, it's a Canadian movie. Um, all oh, right. it's it, they make they want you to believe that it was set in America. Do you Got not it. notice the American flags in yeah, the background? You're right. <laughs> Tiny ones just everywhere. I'm like, see, 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 it's America. And the uh, the, the all cops are bastards. Farmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. John Saxon, he's not convinced that Peter isn't the caller, and he might be the killer. So he goes over to the music school, investigates. He finds a piano. It's been destroyed. It's full of diarrhea. <laughs> um, the phone company's got a trace on on the phone call. Um, it's it takes coming. several calls because yeah. they're like, keep him on the phone for at least two hours so we can trace this <laughs> <Yeah>. call. <laughs> What is the process of tracing a call? It's like they're go walking through a control room looking oh, for man. some tubes. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that was back in the day. That was the yeah, the phone udders. Yeah. Primitive phone shit right there. They'd have to go in like the fucking phone farm and go acre by acre and look for <laughs> the exact one. It's fucking nuts, dude. Phones are crazy because now crazy. they just bounce off of satellites. I don't I still don't know mm-hmm. how they work, but I definitely didn't know how that worked either. I never understood how they work without being plugged in. Like know. when I was a kid, I was like, how does this work? I'm like, it rings and shit. Like what's going on? Yeah. What's I could very, this? very easily look up the fucking answer now, but I don't, I'm going to leave it a mystery. You know what? I'm with you. Cause I need a little excitement in my life. Ooh. Um, those phones work? I will never know. <laughs> we can't all shit our pants whenever we want, you know? Um, <laughs> I guess we could. just one of us can. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, the, the call is coming from inside the house. Um, and, uh, fucking Saxon's all like, Hey, officer Dick, call Jess, tell her, get out of the house. Don't tell her why. Uh, yeah, don't tell her why. You don't want to freak her out. Just yeah. tell her to get her and her friends out and wait on us. We'll be there shortly. Yeah, we'll be there in five minutes. Um, He's trying to get in touch with the cop who's stationed outside Jennings. Uh, his throat slit. Um, <gasps> so Nash calls Jess and he's like, Hey, you got to get out of the house. And she's like, But my friends are up there. And he's like, Well, hang on. The call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. He's like, Okay. <laughs> calls her up. Get out of the house now. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything. Couldn't think of anything else to say. <laughs> um, also, uh, she gets she gets a nomination for the big acting award as well in this please answer me scene because she is going for it. Um, she is screaming upstairs, please answer me. Very big acting right here. Um, let's see. Uh, she goes upstairs. She like looks in the door. She sees uh, Barb and Phil. They're dead. Um. And you see that one eyeball. Yeah, and Phil went to check on Barb earlier, right. and the door slammed, and Billy got her. Um, you see that one eyeball lit up in the crack of the door. Very spooky. Oh man, don't like that. Love that shot. Yeah, I mean, I love the shot, but as we discussed on the stream oh, yeah, episode, the idea of someone being in my house and peeking—I don't. First of all, peeking. Stop peeking. It's creepy. <laughs> 
you're peaking. Well, he made it a point to be noticeable. Oh, yeah. Like, because he's sitting there like, it's Billy. It's it's Billy. It's Billy. Agnes, it's Billy. It's Billy. Look at my eye. I'm Billy. One and then she's all like, she's like slowly, like her mouth is dropping slowly. Like she's freaked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And then she like pushes that door and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. And she keeps over running. Dude, she runs down the stairs. He grabs her by the fucking hair. That shot is is gnarly. Man, also. that was real as fuck because he slams her into that fucking Ooh, stairwell. Yeah, that was bad. Um, she locks herself in. I guess it's the basement, um, cellar, whatever. Uh, and he, dude, he's fucking trying to break that door down. He's going fucking crazy. That scared and me also. Screaming and hollering yeah. and all kinds. Of shit. I didn't. Yeah, that was very that upsetting. Was and then, like, the silhouette on the basement windows, barf. I told you, I can't... If I look out a window and I see a billy out there... And <laughs> <laughs> there's always a billy outside. Oh, man. I just... Um, but it's but it's Peter. And he's, like, trying to get in the house. Which is very it, suspicious timing. Kicking the window in and jumping in, and it was like, Jess, where are you? I'm looking for you. Yeah, hey, Jess. Knock on the door, you dumbass. Couldn't get in the house. I got pants full of shit trying to get in there and get cleaned up. I need a wipe. Let me in. I need a wipe. (laughs) Um, Has he come to help, or is he the killer? Um. Well, before she entered the basement, she grabbed a fire poker. Oh, so she right. has a yeah. weapon on her person. Well, the police arrive. They kick in the door. Peter's dead. Jess looks like she's dead, but then she turns out to be alive. Um, and it's just assumed that uh, Peter's the killer. And it's actually really well done. Um, because, like you think that he might be i mean he's never been in the room when billy's doing his crazy shit and he's also mm-hmm. unhinged i mean there's something wrong with him not just his fucking stomach issues but um i mean it kind of checks out too because you know he the the during the uh listening in the phone tapping stuff uh jess has to explain to the cops that you know she's pregnant and she told him that and he's freaking the fuck out yep. so like they could easily put two and two together as, oh, he lost his mind because all this shit just happened at once, literally and figuratively. And um, he's just snapped. And he's just, he's gone after him. Well, um, you know. There's also alibis, you know, that he was with her when the first phone call came in. and But, it, you know, it it's still... It's Look, enough. Doesn't look good for Mr. Shitty Pants. No. Hey, this guy's pants are full of shit. Book him. He's he's dead, John. <laughs> Book him, Saxon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, well, hey, everyone's pretty happy about this. Uh, Jess is going to get some sleep. They got cops stationed outside. They got to get Claire's dad somewhere because he just fucking passed out because they never found her body. Um you know, somebody's got to let Phil's boyfriend, you know, they've all kind of, they've all got their little tasks to do. You know, we'll talk to her later when she wakes up and get her to the hospital. But let's let Everybody her rest. leaves the house and they're like, let's yeah. let, they don't take her to the hospital. How many days, 
Go ahead. Kim. How many days have gone by since Claire first went missing? Because I've got to think that there's some kind of smell. Smell a day or two. A day or two, and also it's winter time, so it's, it's cold the up there. It's cold yeah. as fuck, and You're it's right. in the attic. Yeah, so right. you might have a couple more days that the body keeps. I know Jess had a change of clothes because in the first of the movie, uh, she was wearing that fucking DDP fucking <laughs> sweater yeah. that had the the hands on it, yeah. and she's not wearing it in the second half of the movie. <laughs> so I know at least a day has gone by. She hadn't been doing her yoga on the second Mm-mm. day. Um, well, uh, everyone kind of leaves Jess and it's uh, all quiet and everything's better. And then we slow pan up through the house and the fucking attic door slow opens. Pan up to the attic door. Yeah. Yeah. And Billy's like, here comes Billy. I'm still up here. <laughs> and they just, it, the final. Here comes old Billy. Yeah. <laughs> I know better enough not to shit my pants. At least I've been shitting in the attic. Um, Man, that attic like is so spooky. Oh, yeah. Knowing that, like, Doug, you've got like a story about yes, attic yeah, shit. I think I've told that on the podcast before, but tell it uh, again, brother. Real, real quick. Um, I was moving my mother in law <clears throat> out of her house, and um, the only time I had to go over to help clean out the garage was in the dead of night because I worked all day, and. Um, I was there from like one to two or from like one to four in the morning doing a bunch of shit and then left. And then the next morning they came in and went into the attic to start clearing shit out. And they found like toilet paper, a sleeping bag, food wrappers, all kinds of shit. Someone had been up there sleeping and living for God knows how long they had broken in through a bedroom window that like the lock was broke and they could like shimmy it up and get in and out. So, this person could easily could have just dove on top of me and just taken me out in the middle of the night. Horrifying. Horrifying. It's my fucking mm. nightmare. That's all I could think about. Uh, yeah, that, the final moments with the killer still being alive. and <laughs> they almost had me a Billy. They've had, they left <laughs> Jess alone in the house. It's so haunting. And then the phone rings. Um, just keeps ringing. Yeah. It's a great ending. It's a great the, ending. Uh, the ending. The ending shot of this is fucking just mesmerizing. Yeah. It's just, it pans out from, you, you see Claire in the window. She's yep. been there the whole fucking time. All they had to do was look up. Right in the window. They could see her. And there's like a candle going, so the, the lighting is amazing. Yeah. I, I think I read somewhere it took eight or nine hours just to block this shot and get it right. It's great. Uh, it's, but then and, there's, there's a slow pan out and you slowly get the entire house and there's one cop down by the front door and he's just like keeping watch. Yeah. And it just keeps panning out, but you still see everything and it's just so fucking creepy and unnerving. It's awesome. It's great. Great ending. Love it. It's a great movie. I love this movie. Agreed. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, they've remade it a couple of times. Uh, I didn't watch the one from 2006. Um, but they go into the Billy's backstory and they give it like a Rob Zombie white trash mutant type thing. Got it. Oh yeah. Okay. So you got like Rob Zombie Halloween or like, you know, the Hills have eyes remake. Cause it's right around that era. Yeah. Yeah. 2006, right? Yeah. 
or the or the Texas Chainsaw remake. That's all got that same kind of stink on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did see the one that came out last year, Doug. You and I saw that together. We talked about it. I mean, mm-hmm. let me tell the you archive. something. Let me tell you something. I couldn't tell you 30 seconds of what happens in that movie. I have absolutely no memory of it. Completely forgettable. Yeah, extremely. And because it's it's also very bad. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I honestly can't funny. remember. I remember it not being good when we saw it, but I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you anything about it. Doesn't one of the one of the characters tell the um antagonist to suck a fat fart or something like that? Did that happen? Oh, Kendall's I like, so. I, I don't want to see this movie. I mean, I remember that being the only part we liked about Suck a fat fart. I don't remember. Uh, all right, all right. I'm gonna rent episode, it. people. I'm gonna rent it tonight. Um, it's on HBO. If anyone oh, has yeah, that, yeah. check Watch it out. Yeah. No, but Black Christmas '74. I, I can't love this movie more enough. It's in my probably my top five horror films. Yeah, it's Ever. great. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. Everything about it is great. It's shot extremely well. It is beyond creepy. Atmosphere, everything is top notch. Yeah. We didn't touch on it, but the score. Oh yeah. Zero music, weird noises. Yeah. For the score. And it works. I mean, it's I mean, it is just so fucking good. It works on all levels. Everything is great. The only actual music is like the carolers singing and the they're singing Silent Night when the uh, movie opens. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. This I think this is a masterpiece. Yeah, I it's fucking great. Love this movie it holds so up. Much. Um, uh, you know, I the thing the first time I watched it was when we didn't talk about it the first time. Um, yeah, don't go back and listen to that. Our original Black Christmas '74 episode. It's awful, but, um, you know, I've seen it, you know, that was only what three years ago and I've seen it. It's probably my fourth or fifth time watching it since then. So I've seen it a bunch. I love it. It's great. What were you going to say, Kendall? I was going to ask if this movie is the first instance of, um, the call is coming from inside the house. Like, as I know that's played out in a lot of movies, I didn't know if this was the first time. When did uh, A Stranger Calls come out? Was that? That was 76, wasn't it? I don't know. Let me find out. That was the most famous. Um, I don't want to. I want to. I don't think it is the first, but I think it was. Uh, it brought it to light. More people started using it because of this movie. When A Stranger's Calls came out in 79. Oh, sorry. Oh, off. Hmm. No, but see. it is a good trope. It's it's based on that old urban legend, you know, that like a, a babysitter watches a kid and the people have a separate line for like business, whatever, and the calls keep coming in, check on the children, check on the children, and like basically the plot to fucking When a Stranger Calls is based on that old urban legend. The babysitter and the man upstairs. Yeah. Also known as the babysitter or the sitter is an urban legend that dates back to the 1960s about a teenage girl babysitting children who receives telephone calls from a stalker continually asks her to... T- Dude, I'm getting like sick to my stomach reading this. I don't like Well, that it. was an actual case. It was an urban yeah. legend because all urban legends have some sort of fucking uh, backing in fact. I, the, 
if you watch that documentary Killer Legend, mm-hmm. I think it's on Shutter. Have you seen that, Kendall? Where they talk about old mm-hmm. urban legends and stuff. Like one of the legends is the babysitter one. The other one is like the poison Halloween candy, where that came from and all that. Great documentary. Highly recommend it. But um uh, you will hear about the babysitter one in that one. First, What's it called? Killer Legend. First use in film was a movie called Foster's Release. Second use in okay. film was Black Christmas. And then, of course, When a Stranger Calls. Is Foster's released some sort of porn? Uh, yes. <laughs> Foster's uh. Australian for come. <laughs> American short mm-hmm. film directed, directed by Terrence Winkless, of course. Uh, Who? Terrence Winkless. Everyone's, you know. The uh, Terrence Winkless? Yes. <laughs> Terrence H. Winkless. Um, oh, I was thinking of Terrence K. Winkless. Ah, uh, yeah. Damn. Producer, director, actor, and writer of motion pictures and television, and a, and a cast member of the Banana Splits Adventure Hour. Oh! Yeah, so... Full circle. Yeah. Well, that's Black Christmas. Love it. Love, love it, it, love it, love it. And that's love our holiday... Movie. That's our whole holiday series. Hey, real quick. I almost forgot but uh claire's boyfriend chris hayden yeah oh yeah fun fact um 70 i think it was 74 or maybe 75 ted bundy was still out doing his thing around the time this movie came out Mm -hmm. and when he did his infamous sorority house massacre to get in he told all the girls that his name was chris hayden interesting Mm mm-hmm So little, little. Uh, so he buddy. may have seen this film a couple of times. Also, another fun fact: Elvis Presley loved this movie, and he watched it every Christmas until he died. Huh. That is interesting. That's cool. Doesn't seem like a movie he'd be into. Oh, he loved it. Huh. All right, folks. Well, there you go. Some fun facts about Black Christmas, which is a great movie that I think you should watch. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Black Christmas? CarbonRanspod at gmail.com or Facebook. Let us know. Well, um, another year has come to a close, my friends. Uh, mm-hmm. Been a shit one, but uh, TCR has been here all along. We get to go out on a good movie. Yeah, we do. Doesn't always happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun talking about it and, uh, you know, uh, just because 2020 is coming to an end doesn't mean that the fun's going to stop folks. That's right. TCR is never dying. <laughs> um, so stop sending us letters yeah, to die. Please. It's not <laughs> nice. Um, no, uh, we are kicking things off. One of the things we talked about doing, um, next year uh, is, uh, each of us taking a month and programming that month, um, for the other members, the other folks with it. Yes. Um, now, um, I've already picked mine and when I tell you what it is, it's pretty much gonna, we're all going to know what we're talking about, um, for the entire month long, uh, series. So, uh, this won't usually be the case, but mine had a cute name and so I wanted to do it. Uh, so in January, uh, we will be talking about the Hatchet franchise, which I recently watched and loved, 
and want to dissect here. Um, and we're calling it, yeah, we're calling it hatchet new year. Hatchet new year. That's right. Hatchet new year with TCR. It's going to be fun. Um, it is just, uh, over the top, uh, bloody slasher fun. And I've only seen the first three. I haven't seen Victor Crowley yet. So, uh, I will be watching it, uh, for the show. Um, but I'm excited. I watched these a few months back. I know I talked about them in Rants Recommends. Um, and so we're going to break one down each week, starting next week with the movie that started it all. Damn. Hatchet 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's the surprise. We're not doing it in order. No. <laughs> we're going to Tarantino this shit. Um, no, we're watching the first Hatchet film. Next week, Hatchet New Year. Tune in. It's going to be fun. Yeah. 2021. We live in the future. And it is awful. Yeah. Well, we got vaccines coming. Limousines? Vaccines. Um, Uh, I wonder if they make a vaccine to stop people from shitting their pants. Hey, folks. 2020 wasn't my year. Maybe I'll get through 2021. (laughs) Call a doctor. You got that diarrhea shot yet? (laughs) I have shit my pants every calendar year. Since birth, I just What's got that a bucket about? taped in my belt. I mean, that's how bad it is. I can't go anywhere without some leakage. Y'all got something for that? Y'all got some cork? Y'all got liquid cork? I can shoot up my head. <laughs> Somebody help me! <laughs> They'd make the vaccine. I wouldn't take it. it fringes on my freedom. My right, shit my pants. Yeah, <laughs> pro shitter. <laughs> my boxer's my choice. <laughs> all right hatchet new year folks we're doing it tune in next week uh all right let's do a little bit of horn shoe i got one thing i got two things um i got three no i'm just kidding it was only two. Oh god damn it <laughs> <laughs> two things uh trailer talk uh watch the trailer for a movie called the little things is kind of a uh it's this kind of serial killer thriller that's coming out on HBO Max uh in January. It's got Denzel Washington, Kaching, uh mm-hmm. Jared Leto looking real fucked up and creepy. Um and it's So uh, Jared Leto. Yeah. Um no, it looks really good. It looks like the kind of movie I like. Uh reminds me of um you know, it doesn't look like seven, but it's given off like with those seven vibes, you know, very dark, very serious movie about a, an old cop trying to find, you know, a killer of children. Uh, looks very, it looks, looks right up my alley. I love movies like this. Anyway, I watched the trailer. <laughs> it's a fun family affair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched the trailer. It looked really good. Um, so uh, I'm into it. The little things. Check mm-hmm. it out. And then uh, follow-up from last week, as reported last week on Bloody Disgusting, uh, we learned that there was a Exorcist remake happening, um, only to find out this week uh, that it's not a remake. It's a sequel, and it's being made by Blumhouse, and it looks like David Gordon Green is coming on to direct it. Um, If that name sounds familiar... uh, it was the uh, Pineapple Express. Yes, uh, Gordon Green's Halloween 2018. Um, you know so what I mean. It's not going to be as much fun to say, 
Gordon Green's Exorcist. Nope, see, he fucked it all up already. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's making an Exorcist sequel for Blumhouse, it looks like. Um, so, who knows? There are Exorcist sequels. One of them's pretty cool, and the rest are not. And there's an Exorcist TV show that I heard was cool, but nobody watched, so. Um, you know... And then you have a uh, cavalcade of exorcism movies, most of which are not good. Um, So Mm -hmm. I'm curious what they're going to do with the exorcist property that's going to make it, A, stand out from other generic exorcist movies, um, B, have it live up to, you know, one of the greatest movies of all time, uh, and, uh, you know, see, um, I don't know, maybe like freshen up the, I don't know. I don't know. Is it just going to be fucking, you know, like 40 years later after the first movie or 50 years later? I don't know. Is it just going to be repossessed with fucking Linda Blair and, um, uh, God damn it. I'm blanking on his name. Dude from Naked Gun. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Yes. I don't know, man. Remaking that and calling it a sequel. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, okay. I, I'm more interested that he's doing it and that Blumhouse is doing it, even though the Halloween sequel is not one of my favorite movies either. But... um. I don't know. That's at least more interesting than trying to remake it to me, I guess. They're going to do it either way, so they might as well get somebody good to do it, and maybe he's got a good idea. I don't know. Uh-huh. We'll see. But it, it's coming, whether uh, whether you want it to or not, folks. I was, I'm just here to report the facts. <laughs> just like diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just. All right. Okay. Let's uh, let's rants recommend stuff. You should check uh, the last rants recommends of 2020. I recommend first thing, get the fuck out of this year. Let's move on. I recommend 2021. Um, 2020 has been, uh, you know, mostly bad. There's been some good, but mostly bad in general. <laughs> Um, and not that I expect next year to be some magical utopia, but all I want is just moving in the right direction. That's all I want. I just want to see, oh, this, this looks like it may be better one day. (laughs) And so if that, if it can provide any of that, that'll be great. Um, but in the meantime, Mm -hmm. I will continue to watch things to distract myself. Um, and we can talk about some things that maybe we've watched this week. It's the holiday week. I don't know if you guys. Uh, saw anything you'd like to recommend? I got something. <gasps> what is it? Go ahead, brother. Um, Christmas, the morning, the day after Christmas, uh, me and my kids watched the new Pixar movie. So mm, it's on my list also. Very good. Very touching. Very heady. Um, just a beautiful movie. Yeah. Like about how you shouldn't take life so seriously and um, cherish the teachers and mentors in your life. Very yep. good. Yep. The tear don't, burger. Don't get, yeah, uh, you know, as all Pixar is, um, 
Soul's on my list too. I I liked it a whole lot. Um, really good. It's on Disney Plus right now. Everything Doug just said. It's all you know. Don't. It's beautiful. Don't it's get funny. so. It's, it's uh, funny too. Yeah, yeah. Course. It's really fun, dude. The animation. Oh my gosh, the animation when they're in like the real world. Beautiful. Is yeah. I mean, it's kind of unlike anything I've I've seen them do before, and and it's just really, really. It's really well done. I loved it. Um, it's not what you think it is either. When you, if you mm-hmm. see like any trailers or anything for it, you think you're like, oh, okay, I I, I know where they're going with this. No, you don't. No, it was really it was really interesting. Also, fucking uh, Trent Reznor did the score uh, with Atticus Ross. Yep. So if you want to hear Trent Reznor's Disney score, um, <laughs> he did, it, and it's good too. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, man, really funny, really cool, um, really interesting. I'm with Doug on that soul. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Oh, okay, Kendall. Um, I only have one thing. Um, I'm gonna recommend preemptively Letterkenny season nine. I'm only a few episodes oh, in. Oh god, I but, forgot uh, that came out the day after Christmas. I need to watch that. It's still hitting pretty good. Love that show. That's all I got. All right. Um, well, I mentioned I saw Soul, uh, and I loved it, and I highly recommend it. Um, I also watched uh, Elise Bought Me for Christmas, the new uh, Chris Nolan movie, Tenet. The movie, so big, it had to be seen in theaters during a pandemic. Um, and? And it was fine. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I will say this. Um, it's got some of the most impressive, like, action set pieces I've ever seen Christopher Nolan do. Like, he does things, um, he, he does such inventive, like, action things. I mean, it's just incredible. And the idea, I think, is really, really cool. But it is 100% the most convoluted movie he's ever made. Where his action set pieces get better. He made The Dark Knight Rises. His ideas get more confounding. And it's not like it's hard. It's not like the it's not like the the uh, the gimmick of the movie is hard to understand. Like I think that's, I think I think the problem is they really try to make you understand it, and that makes it more confusing. Where I think if they just said, "Hey, this happens," and then the audience would be like, "All right, cool, we're with it," but they have to. I mean, scene after scene after scene of trying to explain. Hey, Memento up the joint, just fucking pounded it into your head. What's Man, going it's, on? It's the so, audience. Yes. It's so much. Okay, I will never watch this movie. Um, but it's really <laughs> impressive, and I really liked it. Like I told Elise, we watched it together, and I was like, man, I'm really liking this movie. I don't really know what the fuck's going on at all. But it's fun to watch. But it's just not like, I don't know. It, it's it's his most convoluted movie by a mile. Um, but it's also, like, it's just it's beautiful. Every, every most beautiful Blu-ray I own is a Christopher Nolan movie. Like he's very talented, but this one is just—I don't know where it—I don't know where it sits on my Chris Nolan list, but it's not going to be near the top. Um, but I'm going to watch it a couple more times to try to like see if I can figure it out. Again, not that it's hard to figure out. I think they just—I think he overcomplicated. You know. It was like Inception. Inception was like not really confusing. It was like, here's our dream world. These are the rules of it. And we talk about it as we go. 
and you're just like, cool, I'm with it. You can do shit in dreams. I'm down. Um, this movie's just like stuff moves backwards and you're like, all right, cool. I'm with it. And they're like, now hang on. If this moves backwards and then this moves forwards and you're like, whoa, 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 (laughs) let's just, let's just move backwards and go. Um, also that guy, John David Washington, I think is his name. Um, is the star of the movie. You made that up. I can't remember his name, but he's also the star of Black (laughs) Klansman. Uh, also Denzel John Washington's son. Jacob <laughs> He's also Denzel Washington's son, which I had no idea. Um, I heard that oh, on a, I heard that on a podcast, and when I watched this movie, like it's super obvious. Like they don't sound alike, but their cadence is exactly the same. Like they speak identically. <laughs> um, <laughs> dog's like you didn't know that was his dad. <laughs> you stupid. Um, but no, I like Tenet a lot. And I would say if you like Chris Nolan movies, I would say check it out. Um, I watched it in the safety of my own home. Uh, didn't, didn't catch COVID doing it. Uh, so you need the full plague experience to really enjoy Tenet. (laughs) Um, and I also watched and enjoyed, uh, even though it didn't seem like anybody else did, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, um, we didn't watch it like on Christmas day, but, uh, I was, you know, we were really busy cooking and and doing Christmas stuff. But then when I was like looking at the internet at the end of the night, people were like, Oh man, it's fucking stupid. And I hate it. And I was just like, Oh, that's a bummer. And then we watched it and it's super fun. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what everybody was so upset about. Um, man, uh, Christmas night when everything died down and, uh, uh, my wife was really wanting to watch that. And she was like, everybody, come on. We're going to sit and watch this. And then literally everybody got up to go find something else to do. <laughs> I was bored by it. I, I didn't I didn't get far into it. I was cleaning up shit. And, it's and super. It's all like, watch it. It got good. Oh, man, I loved it. Um, it's super cheesy. It's very reminiscent to me of, like, Richard Donner's Superman. Like, I think that's they were kind of going for that, like, hopeful happy superhero thing which i'm fine with i'm tired of watching sour boys punching each other like you know i've seen that before i mean (laughs) i haven't um but yeah no i i loved it it's really like and the whole yeah i don't know it's super optimistic and uh you know it's just i don't know it's just fun like the entire like the crisp pine of it was really cool um and and how that all the crisp pine of it all yeah, no, he was great. He was my favorite part of the movie. Um, and, uh, no, it, it was really fun, and the internet took a collective poop on it, but uh, it was actually a really cool movie. So, um, if you want to watch a superhero movie that, you know, is kind of lighthearted and and hopeful, then check out Wonder Woman 1984. I thought it was cool. Cool. I may give it a, another shot. I still haven't really seen the first one, so... That's why I wasn't really looking forward to it because I was like, I haven't seen the first one. I like the first one a lot, but it's still like super dark and Zack Snydery. And then like the last twenty minutes of it is just like, oh okay, so this just became every other comic book movie. Like it's really, it's really it's its own thing until like the last twenty minutes, and it's like, oh okay, just big bad guy fight, cool. Um, n- none of that in this movie. Like it's, you know, I don't know. I just liked it. It's uh, it's long and 
you know, it, it kind of, I think it maybe is self-indulgent, but it's just nice. Like, again, they're not, not every frame of it is packed nice. with, it is not every frame of it is packed with 25 heroes punching each other. Like I just, you know, um, Get them sour boys out of here. Yeah, you boys Oh, fuck, dude. I mean, I, I never stopped thinking about Batman v Superman. It was just like, why did you say that name? I'm like, go fuck yourself. This movie sucks. God, what a terrible movie. <laughs> that movie sucks. And this movie rocks. And everybody is like, ugh, it's like so cheesy. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Comic book movies used to be really fucking cheesy. And like, sometimes that's okay. Like, those Donner Superman movies are cheesy as fuck, dude. Yeah, I've seen The Shadow. Hey, don't talk about my man Lamont. <laughs> I didn't say one fucking bad word about it. I own Phantom on Blu-ray. <laughs> Lamont <Billy> Cranston. <laughs> Lamont Cranston is one of the worst names. <laughs> Terrible name. Terrible. Alec Baldwin thought that was his Batman, dude. It was gonna, it was gonna happen. Now well, I he was originally that. supposed to be Batman. Oh, I know. Oh, he was boy. one of the front runners. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. I loved it. The internet hated it. So what do I know? But it's fun. The internet hates everything. Don't worry That's about true. it. Make your own assessment. That's Let true. us know what you think. HarperRanceBot at gmail.com or Facebook. I saw some people that are disappointed in Soul. And I'm like, well, then you don't have one. Like, what? Mm-hmm. It's a kid's movie that is good. Like, I think, I think people are so fucking spoiled by Pixar at this point, they forgot that most kids' movies are terrible. Most of them are not good. Like, they're just... Yeah, if it's not Disney, it, it usually ain't that good. Dude, it's 90 minutes of garbage to distract If it distract ain't got a Shrek kids. in it, and if it ain't Disney, I don't give a shit. Dude, I think people... <laughs> or if it ain't got a land before time. I think people are spoiled. I think you forget that, like, before there were four Toy Stories, there was nothing but, like you said, land before time. And fucking, there was that weird period in the '80s where Disney was cranking out those super dark uh, animated movies like uh, the Black Cauldron, Black Cauldron and, and like this. fucking. Uh, anyway, point is, these movies are good, and like, go watch a fucking a DreamWorks, like, go watch Ice Age Five or whatever the fuck it is. But like, it's not this. Those movies are not good. Ice no. Age isn't good. No. <laughs> so watch soul this is a beautiful human story and it's for your kids but you can watch and be moved by it also stop being so fucking entitled to everything can't stand people this this wasn't perfect nothing is ever <laughs> and never will be no. enjoy uh, your fucking entertainment we provided for you <laughs> At home, so you don't have to go out and get sick. Yes, by the way, all these things should have been in theaters. Nothing's been in theaters. Watch this. Watch it at home. Sit with your family. Watch a movie. Fucking quit complaining about everything for two minutes. <sighs> anyway, keep on ranting. <laughs> That's not it. Hey, uh, I hope everybody had a safe and happy holiday. I've been dodging COVID like fucking Matrix, uh, like Neo in the Matrix, just fucking hadn't got it yet, folks. Um, but uh, I'm gonna and I'm gonna keep doing that until I get a vaccine. And if they can, if they can get that shit pants vaccine worked out, 
at the same time. If they could just make it one shot. We've been praying hard about it, brother. <laughs> if you could reach out, just touch your listening device and say a prayer for your boy, Caleb. Uh, send us a dollar. Um, I just feel like when I get the vaccine, I'll be like, now, will this also stop me from shitting my pants? Because it's been a real issue if you heard my podcast. <laughs> You wait so long in a line for a COVID vaccine uh, shot, and they're like, "This is the one." Like after, you, like as they're sticking it in your arm, they're like, "This is the one that's anti-diarrhea, right?" And they're like, "What?" I don't ever want to have diarrhea again. That's a vaccine. Have you guys been working no, on that vaccine? COVID nineteen vaccine. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> that shit's a hoax. I want the diarrhea shot. I don't even have like a I don't even have a doctor. I'm just I'm yelling at the lady at Target. <laughs> yeah. The old lady who isn't qualified to fucking give out shots, but there she is. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> Hell, I stocked hamburger buns before I did this. It's still I got a fluid back here. <laughs> <sighs> well, folks. <clears throat> Thank you for spending this weird ass year uh, with awful, GCR. Awful year. Yeah, it's been it's been dumb, and it's not going to be magically better next week. But better hey, new slogan: GCR. It's been dumb. It's, been, <laughs> <this episode. laughs> uh, it's not going to be magically better next week. But hey, we're talking about Hatchet. That'll be fun, and uh, we'll just keep talking about fun stuff until one day we look up and we're like, oh shit, uh, you know world starting to look a little more normal so um so stay tuned to 2027 <laughs> yeah it's coming <laughs> um all right man well hey thanks for listening to tcr happy holidays hope it was a good one despite the conditions um and we do appreciate you spending your time with us um uh doug said earlier you can hit us up on gmail uh, Facebook. What'd you get for Christmas? Let us know. Yeah, did you get something horror related for Christmas? What are your Christmas mm-hmm. horror presents? Um, we want to know. I want to know. Can you show me? All right. Um, thanks for listening to TCR. Uh, we've been the Nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Happy New Year. Keep on ranting. Bye, 2020. Yeah. Get out of here. Shit all acquaintance. Get out of here, you nubby little pants. Uh, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Dangly one. Yeah, the dangly one. (laughs) Peace. Thank you for listening to The Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify.